Welcome to the second episode of the Cast Settings Creation. I'm your host, Chris Deering. This is the show where I interview bands and public figures from the Mathcore community. If you beautiful people have any questions or comments, feel free to drop them in the comments. And I'll uh, try to read them out loud. If you're watching this on YouTube or listening to this in your car, we, this show first uh, streams live on Twitch every Sunday. Uh, feel free to join and uh, drop some comments. Without all the way, with all that out of the way, let me introduce my guest. He is in four different projects: Farg, Lung Knots, Meyer Planner. He's also a propaganda manager for uh, Roman Numeral Records. And, but the project we're here to talk about is Fawn Limbs, which releases Sleeper Vessels on the 18th, which is this Friday. Welcome, Ellie Helen. You're a very prolific artist. Uh, you, so far in the past yeah. year, you have done six different releases across your different projects, four of them from Fawn Limbs. How do you find the time to get it all together? Um, I just do. Um, I think uh, the main reason to why I'm able to be that prolific is just simply the fact that uh it's uh well my main focus focus on life um at the moment is to pursue all music related things and uh, and uh i think in addition to that i've been <clears throat> able to um find a good chunk of people who kind of you know like fit fit to my model so <clears throat> so i think um those are the main reasons reasons to why why i've been able to be be uh, that prolific that i've been so far and uh with four limbs for example um i mean it has mostly it has to do with the with the fact that the people doing it with me are available and uh focused on getting things done so yeah that those are the main reasons. Simple. Yeah, let's uh, let's not forget the rest of the members of the band. The band has an insane pedigree. Yeah. Um, so Lee Fisher on drums, uh, currently of Alpha Numeric, uh, Elinguis, Focus Rights, and he also jumped in Commit Suicide and Psyopus. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Sam- Samuel Smith, who's the bassist, is in <laughs> Artificial Brain and Luminous Vault. So uh, Math Boy <laughs> Supergroup? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've heard people mention mention about that in the past, but uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Um, well, well, I, I think um, the uh, pedigree of the people involved um, it matters in like you know to a certain extent uh, since when <clears throat> when um, people online. I uh, can see, you know, those names attached to us. It might be, might be maybe easier for them to check us out. You know, that lowers the bar of of just uh, jumping in, jumping in and listening to us. But um, I don't think that uh, <clears throat> supergroup idea, like it really doesn't fit. In a, in that sense, because it's it's not the driving force behind the project at all. So you know, it, it's not like um, I would have asked Lee to start the band with me solely because he's <clears throat> being on Psyopus, or uh, we didn't ask ask Sam to join the band because he's an artificial brain. Um, so so yeah, while while um, those two people have 
their own notable other bands active uh, currently active and former bands it's <clears throat> it's um, I, I'd say that we're still quite far from the from the super group idea per se so yeah well it also raises people's expectations so uh, you have to deliver or they're yeah. gonna feel very let down but you do deliver so uh, it works out yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's what I've heard so so yeah um, yeah, and I think um, that even though we have, we all have other projects. Um, you know, I'm I'm mainly happy about the fact that, for example, even though uh, Lee has been uh, a part of Commit Suicide and Psyopus, it's not like you know um, people would listen to us and expect us to sound like those other other projects. So, so I'm happy that even though. Even though there's that certain, like, well, like you said, that supergroup title to be attached to us, it's not, it doesn't dictate anything. And uh, people listening to us are still open minded about everything we do. So, yeah, definitely, man. Um, so, how did you get this all together? Uh, Sam and Lee are from the States and you're in Finland. How, how did you get all that, mm-hmm. all that to work out? Um, yeah, so initially, um, Lee and I both were in this <clears throat> other project called Infinite Nomad, and uh, that started when when Gene Strider um, wanted to redo an old EP. He did, uh, she did with that project, and then she searched searched for a drummer, and it didn't matter matter that where where the people involved would live because it it'd be an online project entirely and uh, <clears throat> so Lee and I joined that project and uh, then we started talking talking around early 2018 and we found that we have mutual interests and uh, <clears throat> then later on in the summer summer of 2018 then Lee made this uh, famous post to Facebook um, this drum clip thing where he said that <clears throat> he'd like to start a new uh, new project that would um, fall somewhere in the middle of you know this grindcore mathcore field and uh, then I contacted him about it and said that I said that um, I'd be interested in doing uh, doing that with him and starting a new project, and then we did, and uh, it was just the two of us for maybe six months or so, and uh, then I told Lee that I think that now it's the time, the time for us to uh, look for a bass player because I <laughs> I wanted to I I think that while it worked out that I played paid bass as well. I just, you know, wanted to wanted to have someone who could perform that stuff and add his own like signature tone. tone yeah, bring someone and, just bring uh, someone else into the mix, get more ideas going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and also because um I felt that um playing bass as well would take too much time uh from from me um since there's all, all, all <clears throat> already quite a lot of other other things i'm doing in the band so 
so we talked talked with Lee about that, and then he said that um, uh, he's in touch touch with Sam uh, and our friends with him and the other artificial brain guys. And uh, then I said that, what the hell, you know, reach out to him. And then he did. And then Sam was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And then he jumped on board. So that's about it. Alrighty. Uh, so what's the writing process like? You uh, just write the guitar and send it off to Lee, makes drums and uh, goes on like that? Or are y'all more collaborative? Um, it's it's um collaborative effort for sure, but um, the basics is that uh, I demo each track, which means that I record guitars and program drums, and uh, <clears throat> also also to do a demo bass track, and uh, then I send send those tracks over over to others, and uh, for example, the program drums are. Like you know, placeholders. It's it's not like I, I'd expect Lee to perform perform those to the yeah, theme, just like some simple um, beats or whatever to keep the time. Yeah, yeah, simple and some are more complicated. But then you know, Lee interpret interprets those like in the way he sees fit, and, uh, and then we go on on from there. But basically, basically, I demo everything, and we are like whole demos when we start start working on new material so so it's not like you know i just uh, record a riff and then send it over to lee or anything like that it's it's definitely more <clears throat> more controlled control okay so yeah let's talk about the recording a little bit uh it looks like you mm -hmm. record all the guitars yourself and then y'all uh send in the guitars and the drums and all that stuff which i assume each member is recording mm -hmm. themselves into somebody that yeah. can uh, mix them and master them and things like that right mm -hmm. yeah 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 so so um we have we are fortunate enough to be able able to record all our parts alone um which of course makes things so much more easier when we don't have to book studios or right. stuff like that. I think the only only <clears throat> exception to that has so far has been to vocals. Um, when I've I've utilized the friends services for that basically that <clears throat> I travel uh, travel to his his studio and uh, uh, it's it's just easier that way 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 that he <clears throat> he then just records everything and uh, all the vocals and then sends them back to me and then I work with them and edit them and uh, uh, do like to <clears throat> finalize them myself and uh, then once once everything we have everything together then then we send them to an external engineer who usually usually so far have handled like both mixing and mastering uh, except on this new album when we have where we had uh, different engineers uh, for both mixing and mastering Alrighty, um but it looks like i didn't see a uh, uh, vocal recording uh what do you call them um uh I didn't see on your Bandcamp where you it didn't say that you recorded vocals at a different area. So I I thought that maybe y'all recorded them this time yourself. Um, where did y'all go into the studio for that? 
Yeah, yeah, I definitely went to the studio okay, okay. this time as well. But if it's not on Bandcamp, then I just forgot to put it in there. Okay, okay, you're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, I hear a lot of vocal layers here. How how many are there? I hear a lot of highs over the lows, kind of like a uh, demi uh, behemoth demigod uh, era type of vocals, uh, different from what you were doing before. Um, um, there's, um, I'd say that normally it's it's one or two two separate tracks uh sometimes maybe three but that's that's about it like i don't um the only kind of doublings that i do are are like only you know like you said they are low versus high high stuff so i don't like <clears throat> record multiple different tracks as doublings so so yeah i'd say that it's it's from one one to maybe three three different tracks okay not not more than that yeah so uh why not just record and mix everything yourself why why do you send it out um, um because it, it's just um easier that way um over the past few years i've gained enough like knowledge on the field that maybe if i pushed myself i'd be able to mix mix and master a release myself um but um but but so far we've uh, always went for an external engineer because we will also also want to you know, let go of the control of the process and have uh, have different people involved, and that also also works for our benefit uh, in the way where all of our releases sound quite different, which is something that we also we also want to do, and we want to achieve that. That so. <clears throat> So yeah, yeah. I'd say the main reason reason is that I I simply couldn't be bothered with that, and uh, uh, that way that way each of our releases get their own, own like signature tone to them. Yeah, someone that does mix and master all of his own stuff, it is really difficult, man. Uh, I think Elon Musk said yeah. about like starting corporations. It's like chewing glass and staring into the abyss. It is very much like that for yeah. mixing and mastering, man. Yeah. It sucks sometimes. It's the worst yeah. part of the whole process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I think that if I started to uh, do that myself, um, I'd just get, you know, caught up in it, and then it it'd just be, like, very difficult to come up with the final product. Oh, yeah, you're, you're just like, oh, I just want to boost the bass drums here a little bit. Well, now it's eating up a little bit of space that the bass is carrying. Mm -hmm. and it, yeah. I just go back and forth yeah. for months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, the name Fawn Limbs, uh, I assume we're mm -hmm. supposed to assume that the uh, Fawn's limbs have been severed and are hanging about in some disgusting forest. It's just uh, kind of an odd mm -hmm. name, but for some reason it, it makes it feel, uh, I don't know, um, uh, like... I guess disgusting, but that's not really the right term. Uh, it's just like so. You're not just talking about fawn limbs being on a fawn, right? No, no. <laughs> I mean, um, the name is kind of 
Well, well, it's it's rather strange, you know, in a way. But um, you can like <clears throat> interpret it, interpret it on multiple levels. Um, it originally um, it was the track title uh, which we lifted lifted then as the band name. A band name when it uh, the time to come up with a name became topical. But there is uh, really isn't any kind of like deeper meaning in that, um, other than maybe maybe it also also connects connects in a certain way to the artworks that we have because uh, fawn or fawning over something also translates to keeping something in high regard so oh, okay i was thinking like fawn is in like a baby deer <laughs> mm-hmm. i guess yeah, it's not the same yeah, thing <laughs> and, uh, yeah 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 but it, it, it's not that you know literal so yeah and yeah okay. there, there is no no deeper meaning meaning behind that but but you can read into it in many many different ways for sure Speaking of the artwork, you do all of the art, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like actual photos yeah. and stuff that yeah. you're taking? Yeah, yeah. Do you have like a model yeah. that you use or is that like your hand and harm relations and stuff? Um, I have I have uh, multiple models that I'm using, using for the artworks. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, basically it's um, myself taking photographs of other people and <laughs> that, that's it alrighty so, <clears throat> uh, so fawn yeah. limbs is hard to categorize and I'm sure that's by design mm-hmm. uh, you just take a bit of death metal yeah. grindcore, mathcore, the healthy dose of black metal and sludge, bring it to boil cover it and simmer for 30 minutes and you get fawn mm-hmm. limbs uh, so yeah. if you had to put your band in a genre though, what genre would you choose? if I had to I'd say that we are math grind because um, I think that the most prevalent elements in our music are, are taken from grindcore and mathcore. So, so I think that <clears throat> if you wanted to categorize us easily, you just call us math grind. I could definitely agree with that. Um, yeah, and I yeah. love the evolution of the music. Uh, one of my favorite mm-hmm. releases that y'all did previously was Thrum with that spoken word mm-hmm. story. It was so good, man. It just yeah. builds this atmosphere that you can't escape. Uh, what, what gave you the inspiration to do the story? Um, so, um, we actually, when we wrote that EP, uh, we worked in a very different way than normally um, because um, initially I just sent Lee some this odd um uh, electronic tracks and um, so there were no no program drums no guitars no bass no not anything like that it, it was basically just electronics and noise and uh, <clears throat> then we i just you know threw them to lee and said that hey play play something and uh, then he he improvised most of the stuff in the um over a weekend or two and uh, then later on i added added guitars and bass on top of that and i don't know just like at some point throughout throughout the composition 
compositional process and it just I just got the idea because um it has this um kind of uh very soundtracky feeling to it and uh when <clears throat> when re-listening to the tracks I, I just started to hear this kind of narrative going on and uh and then I proposed that idea to Lee, and he was like instantly on board with it. And then I then I wrote the story, story that's on it, and then Lee handled the spoken word parts. Oh, so that's Lee and speaking on that, there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. So uh, you started bringing in the glitchiness. I would say probably around Harmon Missions. There might have been a little bit on the one before that. Uh, but this time you were pushing it really hard with uh, photovoltaic yeah. hum being like the the like big moment of all that happening. Uh, yeah. So where yeah. did the glitchiness and uh, inspiration come from? Mm, well, well, to be completely honest, um, originally the idea of starting to utilize that kind of those glitchy uh, things came from uh, listening to Frontier. Um, and uh, then on top of that, I, at, at one point, maybe um, at the beginning of 2018 or something like that, I started to <clears throat> listen to a lot of a lot of like you know electronic stuff and glitch, glitch code. and uh, yeah, and the idea basically came from there. And because it's it's not like um, something that people people would do that much, uh, or at least I hadn't heard it being done apart from uh, Frontier and Section and a few other other single bands yeah like this is the furthest i've seen i've heard it taken like i've never heard another band doing it as much as you do and it just makes it hit that much harder you know yeah yeah and it was um, with this new album it was a conscious decision to push that as much as possible uh which kind of like you said it it resulted in in this different kind of um way of writing where now now on this new album there's like entire sections that are based entirely on glitchy glitchy stuff so yeah yeah we definitely pushed it this time and it is awesome uh everything from like the composition of the songs to just the way you order the album it feels so good it's like i'm watching a movie it's amazing um (laughs) yeah so (laughs) So uh, let's talk about lyrical inspiration. You you uh you yeah. have some nasty lyrics with that are disturbing, but they're not gory. You're not talking about killing anybody mm-hmm. or sexual debauchery or anything yeah. like that. Uh, let's just read a little bit from a song "Ruiner." You uh people haven't heard this yet. But I got an advanced copy, and I just mm-hmm. thought these lyrics yeah. were disgusting. So uh yeah, disposed to an abyss, mar margin with a myriad of gagged mouths. This is an invigorating voyage through the sloughing pharynx, nicked by the canine teeth, cloaking the trail to the maw to dissolve. That is amazing. It, it's just so gross, but it's not. like I don't know how to explain mm-hmm. it. It's just unsettling, you know? So uh, how yeah. are you able to write these kind of lyrics, man? Like, teach me. 
And yeah, so the basic idea behind the lyrics is that um, I try to approach them uh, from a rather, you know, poetic angle. Um, and also because because I, I really dislike, you know, that basic, like, killing everyone and doing, you know, that gore. Right. Stuff. It's 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 not something that I personally enjoy at all. Um, so that's the reason <clears throat> reason why I chosen to take a different path on that that front. And um, on the new new album, that's also kind of pushed maybe a bit further further than before. Um, the lyrical themes of the new album are quite dark and unsettling um like well well you should know because you've read the read the lyrics but um but um this time it's um <clears throat> they are you know apart from some apart apart from few occasions they are very like concrete after all like if I told you that the album deals deals with matters of like a, um, abuse and uh, racism and uh, oppression and stuff like that, you start to read them in a different way. Um, and it's um, and the main reason I I wanted to do that is because, um, like you said, there's that uh, feeling of you know. When you when you're reading reading them, you can easily get uh, slightly disgusted about them, but it's fine, and uh, it's all like you know tied to real life and real events, so it's not like this made up tough guy fucking badass violence. Um, it's it's all all this very very real. Yeah, a lot of it seems so, to be dealing with like our. Uh uh the or climate like situation and mm -hmm. uh yeah like it seems like class issues but i'm not completely sure what uh what all you were talking about uh, yeah 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 there's yeah there's definitely that's definitely also also included yeah. to a certain extent extent but um it's mostly uh mostly uh written from an individual perspective uh this time so it's like <clears throat> Even though um, there's some hints toward towards it, it's it's um, yeah yeah I'd say it's it's more individual experience than it is about you know just uh, vaguely fighting the machine or stuff like that. Yeah, you got dealing with like depression and stuff like that. Um, Luke Kelly Music says in the chat, it's almost a mix of ex existential and visceral disturbance in the lyrics, and that's what makes it engaging, and I have to agree. Mm -hmm. uh, again, yeah. if anybody has any questions, comments, just drop them in chat, and I will ask away. So, I'm, yeah, sure, you get the, I'm sure you get this all the time. Uh, when are shows happening for you? Uh, it, COVID, COVID depending, when are, when are shows happening for you? Um, well... I, I can't really say. Um, so are there plans to do shows with Fond Limbs? Um, uh, no, no. There's, there haven't been any concrete plans. I mean, um, we've discussed about it, and it's possible, uh, but it's it's not something that we try to pursue at the moment. 
um, um, but you know, it's 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 more like more like you know, never say never kind of situation. So it might happen eventually, and I'd like I'd like it to happen as well. It, um, I think it'd be really really amazing to perform live at some point. But at the moment, it's it's not something that we are, you know, actively trying to. I got you. Do you perform with any of your projects live? Uh, no, no, not at the moment. Um, I only have uh, one one project where the members all live nearby. Uh, but <clears throat> but then with that one, it's we are. <laughs> You know, everyone is just so preoccupied with other stuff, and uh, so yeah. While while playing live uh, with Maya Planer, for example, um, would be something that we were able to pull off. It's just not on the top of our list of things to do at the moment. Um, <clears throat> but there actually uh, was some plans. Plans for next year when this um, one U.S. band uh, threw us an email that they were coming coming to Europe and asked asked us if if we wanted to participate participate on that tour. So, but at the moment, it, it looks like it sadly won't happen. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, the, you so, know, with everything going on, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But hopefully, it does happen, yeah. man. Like. People want to see you yeah, live. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Nightmare of Solomon yeah. asks for a rundown of your gear. Yeah, so that's another question that we get a lot. But um, like I said in the previous podcast I did with the blokes from The Heaviest, it's like I can give you two answers, a long answer and a short answer. And uh, the short answer would be that I have a guitar, a gable, and a DI box. And uh, the <laughs> long answer would be that I have two guitars, a cable, and a DI box. So it's, <laughs> I'm 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 not at all interested or invested in gear. It's just not not for me. And uh, I think that also kind of ties in with the idea of. Uh, us using an external engineer um, because when when I I record uh, you know dry DI signals and then only send them them to the engineer that also you know gives us so much more possibilities and uh, it also positively affects the outcome. Well, what what kind of guitars do you have? Like, what, what's your brand? Um, at the moment, I have Ibanez. I can't remember what model models, but I have a seven string and an eight string of the same kind of models. And uh, <clears throat> with four limbs, I'm mainly mainly using the eight string because it has better, better mics and and uh, the feel is just better. But but yeah yeah Ibanez. Okay. Uh, what kind of uh, um, audio interface are you using? Um, I actually the interface is. You just plug well, straight into your computer. So 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have I have a box in between, but there's okay. I was gonna say, there's no way you actually plug it straight into your computer for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a box in between, but it's it's you know just this old piece of junk that I've gotten <laughs> gotten from a friend. I I don't think it even like the manufacturer even exists anymore. It's just this really old dusty. That's crazy, man. From the recordings, you would think that you're using like some awesome kind of interface or whatever. Like not not mm-hmm. some not yeah, something super no, old. No. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's just like I I I I really don't care, you know, as long as I can uh record and it just can can come up with a, you know, healthy signal for the DI tracks. That's that's all I need. Yeah. You, your engineers are uh, like amazing. If they can take like mm-hmm. a, a signal yeah. from like this old box or whatever and turn it into, into mm-hmm. what it ended up being. That's, that's nuts, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so for, mm. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I didn't want to cut you off. Ah, yeah. Yeah. No, I was just adding that um, uh, for demoing purposes, um, I have this um, Helix native plugin um, on my laptop, which I use on my recording software, um, um, you know, to produce a livable app tone. So, so it's it's all all like uh, digital stuff. So I I don't even own kind of app. So it's not nothing like that. Okay, that's cool, man. Um, Sora Aurora wants to know if there's anything new gonna uh, if sorry if anything new is ever gonna come from Infinite Nomad. No. Alrighty, straightforward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's as simple as that. Um, yeah, not happening. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Um. Well. So Sleeper Vessels drops this Friday, the 18th. Vinyl is going to come through Roman Numeral and Wolves and Vibrancy. CDs through Dark Trail and The Band. And cassettes through Sledgelord. Get them while you can. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you'd like to plug? Uh, well, <clears throat> uh, not really. I'd like to say that um, um, the reception uh, for the new tracks has been amazing. Um, the pre-sales have been amazing and we are eternally grateful for people for supporting us even though the times are are pretty rough at the moment so so yeah basically i I just want to say thank you to everyone who has supported us or will support us and care about our doings so and i can say with full confidence that there's even better songs than what's been uh shown as a singles the the album is just incredible Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to be blown away when they hear this thing. Uh, so for me, uh, next week we have Needle Play. It's going to be uh, su- this Sunday, next Sunday, obviously, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all the streaming sites. Uh, YouTube folks, if you like the video, please drop a like, subscribe, and tickle that notification bell. Uh, check out my music, The Sound That Ends Creation. Drop in a new album October 2nd, Memes, Dreams, and Flying Machines Through Dark Trail. Uh, any uh, social links that you wanted to plug? Like, where can people find you on the internet? Um, yeah, so <clears throat> you can basically find us everywhere by just typing in four limbs. Um, 
the Bandcamp would be formlinks.bandcamp.com. Um, I think our Instagram username is formlinksnoise, and uh, on Facebook, it's just formlinks, and that's how you'll find us. Alrighty, well, thank you for being here, Levi, Eli, sorry, Ellie, mm-hmm. <laughs> and thanks to you wonderful people for watching and listening. Yeah.